I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everybody and welcome back to Rule the Roost podcast. It's good, it's good we get to talk this week, not in the wake of another miserable defeat, but in the wake of Tottenham Hotspur actually winning a game. Well, winning two games if you count the Europa Conference, which we should. We're not above that. We're not above that. Um, I'm joined this week by AP. Hello, AP. How are you doing, mate? All right, mate. I'm fine. I'm good. It's good. It's good. You're, you're, uh, would it be would it be all right to put you in the long-time listener, first-time caller category? Do you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's definitely the category I fit into. Yeah, long-time listener slash watcher on social. Slash something else. <laughs> I, I do apologise about that, mate. You know, I, it, it must be some sort of form of, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But um, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for giving us your time, mate. Dude, let's just, uh-huh. right, let's just, let's just uh, get into the to the meat and bones of, of you. Let's let's get you on, yeah. on the couch first of all, mate. Why My on goodness. earth are you a Tottenham fan? Why why have you done this to yourself? Uh, do you know what I've thought about this answer? for the last week or so and I can't come up with a good one I, I well I could give you the you know slightly long story um I moved to a, a new area when I was a kid when I was about 10 years old and I met a group of boys and they uh said oh do you uh do you support a football team kind of thing I was like at the time I wasn't into football that much I was just kind of drifting about sports and I was like no yeah I don't know you know you, you know who's good and uh <laughs> And they were all Spurs fans. So at the time, I kind of just followed the crowd. And uh, that, at that particular time, that was 1990. So you can imagine the kind of talent we had on shows. We had, you know, Gascoigne, Lineker and all that lot. Uh, you know, Mabbitt and everyone was there. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, an opportunity I couldn't pass up, basically. So from that time. It all went downhill. <laughs> yeah. Until very recently. Yeah. No, it's, it's gone all right again, but, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a, that's Picks and a, troughs. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty... Um, well, it's, it's tested your loyalty, though, that, mate. If you've, if you've come from the 90s and then just basically after that little era of, of gold in the 90s was probably yeah. some of the worst it's ever been. Um, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, you could say that again. It's it's quite funny. It's like we um, once had uh, a friend of the show, Philip Spencer, on, and he uh, oh. he started supporting Spurs basically the year before they won the double. Saw them win the oh. double, thought, "Wow, this is good. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a good team." And then <laughs> thus ensued the uh, the rest of it. He got catfished. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. It's <laughs> a good way of looking at it, really. Um, so. I guess with, with 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 that in mind, if we're talking about things being bad and things being good, the peaks and troughs yeah. of Tottenham, yeah. how are you feeling at this point in time after the result against Villa? Well, that that result was um, I, I'm not too sure. It's it's a it's a tough one because we I was anticipating we were going to have a really tough time against Villa. They've been so good recently. Uh, they beat Man United didn't they the other week. Yeah, did they? they did. Yeah, out of trouble. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's all Trafford. So I was anticipating like something bad happening. And I, to be honest, even that the Arsenal game, I thought, you know, Nuno, he's, he's, you know, the rope is very short with him. 
<laughs> he's not he's not going to last very long. And then you know Villa, and I don't know, but it, we came through it all right in the end. It was um, you know tricky first uh, twenty minutes or so, and we managed to kind of kind of get our rhythm, you know. And it felt like we haven't done that for I don't know. It's been a while since we've had a little bit of a rhythm on the pitch, but. Um, yeah, Aston Villa, I, I was very nervous about before I got to, to oh, watching yeah. that one. Big time. It's it's just, it's really confusing, isn't it? It's really hard to get a handle on where we're at, to be honest, because, yeah. I mean, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but the first half against Chelsea was actually really good. <laughs> you know, we, we yeah. were decent and and then for it to kind of fall away the way in which it did. I mean, Chelsea are a great side. We can't take away from that. I mean, well, they're, mm-hmm. a great, they're a great side on the pitch at the moment. I'm not going to say Chelsea are great because... Quite Don't good. say that. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> They're an abomination, but please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keeping me on check on my own pod AP. I like it. Like, this is good. This is. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, someone's got to uphold the standards, mate. Like, yeah, like, I'm yeah. not coming here for you to go and praise Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Narrator's voice, he hung up at this point. Like, yeah. But uh, it's just. What what happened at Arsenal happened, it, you know, I think it kind of is what it is, but it's like you say, it was just that lack of rhythm, isn't it? That's kind of probably been the most alarming thing. And I think, you know, after Arsenal, I had the, the big wobble as a lot of people. You know, I was just like, <laughs> oh my he's, God. he's got to go. He's got to go. No, no, he's got to Same. go. Yeah. And, oh know, my God. Yeah. You, you settle down a bit and I kind of think, well, really, I mean, I, I don't really want <laughs> Ryan Mason to be in charge of a season because that's, that's what it is, right? <laughs> Oh um, you 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 got to give the 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 guys a chance, really, don't you? Um, yeah, I I had that like kind of moment of clarity. It came, I think, um, after the uh, what is it, NS Mura game. Where I thought, okay, you know, you know, maybe I've been a bit harsh on him. I was going ham on Twitter. I was like, he's got to go. That's it. You know, I've had enough of him. Like, you know, you can't lose three in a row. You know, three goals apiece on, on each game, and um, yeah, we. I, I think just before the mirror game, I thought let's just let's just see what happens in this game because I thought like my my kind of thinking around the whole thing was, if you, I mean if you lose obviously three games in a row, conceding three uh, goals each game, and then like imagine if there was an international break, I don't think he would have actually survived that. I mean, how do you survive that when there's a break of two weeks? Le- Levy gets very itchy. Um, sitting around in his uh, castle for for two weeks, <laughs> staring at the results. So um, yeah, I, I I I kind of my approach from uh, the, the 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 whole the whole kind of Arsenal thing and, and losing three in a row and all that stuff was I was apoplectic at first, but then I just kind of chilled out as as we got towards uh, Mura. Maybe it's you know maybe hitting that low against Arsenal was I mean you don't really want to package it up again I mean I'm prom- I'm praising Chelsea <laughs> no. first now I'm packaging it packaging this up as some sort of greater good but you know yeah. we we kind of I'm not saying we're gonna we're gonna mimic anything that Liverpool did but we 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 know yeah. how well documented it is that yeah. the 4-0 against Tottenham was to kick up the arse that Liverpool needed and Maybe this is the kind of thing that, that that kind of chastening result is the sort of thing that to to kick this team into gear because I, I've never really bought. It, it does frustrate me seeing the way we play because I just think we are so much better than we've shown for the past two seasons now. Really, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't really. I, I don't get me wrong. I definitely get that there's there's players that can be moved around or moved along. Um, oh. or kind of you know, swapped out with players of a comparable talent. I mean, so for an example for me is the way people sort of dig out Delhi all the time. I mean, I'm oh. still, you know, I'm a, I'm a long-time advocate of Delhi, and I, I still feel that we're a better team with a player of his ability there than not. But oh. I, I can understand people's perspective that he's not showing it consistently at Tottenham anymore or even showing it at all at Tottenham anymore um, but I don't think that me. I don't really buy that that means he's somehow been found out or he's not a good player I, I could still see him I'm, I'm not sure which pod it was one of the pods I was listening to mm. recently was saying that if anything actually Deli Ali's the type of player that 
you could see instead of moving to say a club beneath us on the you know on a team, even though he's not kind of played that well, <clears throat> you could still see him going to a better team than say somebody like Liverpool and actually come into life again and actually yeah. really fitting there really well. You know, and it, it, maybe that's the sort of thing he needs. I don't really want to see him go, yeah. but. You know, maybe maybe Spurs. Maybe we do need a bit more freshness. Maybe we do need that. I don't yeah. know. I was I was thinking along. I mean, along these lines, same lines as you with with Deli Ali and, and everything. I uh, I do think that we have a talented squad. I, I think it can get lost, obviously, when we get slapped in front of everybody and everybody's laughing at us. And you know, you go to work and everybody's kind of like just pointing and, and laughing the whole time. <laughs> That's my life in a nutshell, <laughs> being a Spurs fan. But um. Yeah, you get the you get the you get the kind of thought that if you look if you kind of look at the the players that we have in our squad, they could go to like you see like every player that we sell on seems to go and win a trophy, and it's really <laughs> irritating me. It's like the the talent is there. You got the talent, just you know, it gets so frustrating. It's like just just do it, you know, just go out there and just, like like love Spurs like we love Spurs, and get out there and just kind of you know, put put forth the effort, you know, and, you know, riches will come. It, it's just, we're not really, you see the players um, on the pitch and sometimes I feel like we've gone, like, back. Do you remember when um, Jan Vertonghen was getting slated on uh, kind of all, all the punditry back before Poch? Um, I think that was at the time with Tim Sherwood who was just leaning against the tunnel before he was coming out. Yeah, the infamous kind of, Yeah, that guy, I feel like I feel like no one's done the lean yet, but it's there. It's in their locker. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're all just like they're not quite at it, you know. I, I, and I, I'm sadly, I feel like Kane is kind of in that category. He's like, well, I'm here, so you know, like currently after it, after the thing. It's getting break, harder so. to look away from that, isn't it? Because I've, I've sort of been speaking to people lately about Kane being like, you know, if this was any other season, would we just be saying, oh, he always starts the season slowly and mm. let's just, yeah, cut him some slack. And are we sort of being too sensitive? Is it a sort of confirmation bias that, you know, when he doesn't play well, well, it's because he doesn't want to be here anymore. But I, I just think it's kind of where a lot of his kind of talent has come from. He's obviously like got a lot of natural talent and I don't, I don't really buy the whole idea that like mm. he's just this kind of like, you know, potato that's made himself good because <laughs> you know because he's wanted to be a good footballer he's obviously got a, a huge level of ability that he's had to work hard on um yeah. but I, I just think like what we, the levels we've seen him hit the past few years right that really takes a sort of mm. a real fire and a real intensity inside doesn't it and like you say if it's if it's just been kind of like dulled a bit from from this summer um, and whatever's gone on behind the scenes that we do or don't know, yeah. um, it might just be that, yeah, that's it. I don't, I've seen a few conspiracy theories about like, <laughs> he's doing this on purpose to work his transfer value down so someone can buy him. And I don't, I don't you know, I don't, no. I don't believe any of this, but I just think that I, it, it, it's a tough situation, though, isn't it? Because people say, oh, yeah. we should have sold him in summer, but. We hadn't, we got offered seventy mil for him, you know. You, you, you can't yeah. take him. And I think, as you said to me on Twitter, imagine if we played the way we have played so far and had sold him for seventy mil. Yeah, you know. Can you imagine that? That would be tragic. I don't even know what the fan base would do. They'd, they'd probably carry Levy out on their backs, and you know, it's bonfire night soon. Be a first public execution in a few hundred years, isn't it? I think. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, yeah, we, we, you can't lose them for that. And I, I also think that the, the whole Kane situation, I think it's more nuanced that than we know, like than we think. Because there must be a lot going on in the background. He went to what did he go? He went to um, uh, what's it called? Joe, Joe Lewis's uh, in the Tracy Island, didn't he? Uh, to, to go, <laughs> so, well, you know, when he get where they all go on holiday and, and oh, have did, their chats did, with, did with Kane Joe Lewis. Apparently, didn't they? I heard a rumor, but that's the thing. It's all nuanced, isn't it? We don't know the the back, the inner workings of what's going on. Apparently, he was on like I don't know Lewis Lewis's island or his yacht or what have you. He, he was invited or something to to this place, and uh, it was understood that he was coming back a week later and all sorts of things. But I mean, we just don't know what's going on in the background. We do know he wanted to leave. We don't know if he's fully like on board yet. I mean, obviously he's put out the statement, but I mean, uh, you know, uh, you can't really. I don't believe in statements any more than he does gentlemen's agreements anymore. So, <laughs> you know, it's uh, 
it's, it's all a bit kind of muddled and we, we haven't had a clear message from Kane on the pitch. We've had we've had all sorts of strange kind of Twitter replies. He's, you know, he's joined in with the twi- Twitter pants and sent us lots of uh, kind of things like that. But he hasn't actually kind of shown on the pitch uh, like that kind of... It's almost a... Um, it's, 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 it's almost it's an unyielding kind of uh, attack on the goal. He doesn't have that like this season, and I maybe it's because he's unfit. Maybe it's because he missed preseason. Um, may, I, I don't know. It's, it's bizarre when you see him. It, even when he celebrates, it's a little bit you know dulled. It's just yeah. slightly dulled. It, it sounds unfair because uh, just kind of sort of touching on him and the wider point was the co- sort of character the team <clears> showed against Villa. <throat> Which has been yeah. one of the main things that's been lacking from this season, I feel, is that, you know, when Villa equalised, I was like, oh, this is it again. I, I just I had yeah. it there in my head. I was like, their heads are going to drop and we're going to lose 2-3-1 two, two, and he's going to go. Like you say, that's it. You know, if we lose if we lose like 3-1 again, like you say, before an international break, he's gone. Like I, I, yeah. I just yeah. thought he, he just would be. Um, yeah. But we did, we, we picked ourselves up and I think that's, I'd say that's testament to... Probably a few characters within the squad, no, you know, namely him and Son, I think, who has really mm. kind of taken up the mantle of being the, the poster boy now for Tottenham. Absolutely. Um, but with Kane, you know, he had a good game. He's probably had one of the best games he's had this season, but by his own standards, still, it's, it's, it wasn't great, yeah. was it? You know, that's the thing. No. It feels like we're just kind of looking for the good or the bad. Very, We're very sensitive to yeah. it with Kane, you know, and... Yeah, I've seen a few people saying like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's a good sign. He was really, really good in this game." And I thought he was all right, but you know, yeah, I, I think um, with the with the, I mean, I've looked at the game I, <laughs> at the time. I, I must confess, I was at a kids' party, so I've had to re- <laughs> I've had to rewatch all of the stuff and in my own time. And um, it, it was actually uh, quite good to watch it away once, knowing we'd we'd already won, so I could uh, kind of look at it, look, look at things with a fresh pair of eyes, and. Um, Looking at the way Kane played, I think he—it's not like he, the thing is. No, I don't think we're saying he's not trying or anything. He's just—it's just a little bit off, and it kind of almost reminds me of—is a sim like in the Andombele gets like a similar kind of—he gets hammered like for everything, but um, it was almost the same kind of game where it's just you're a hair off of everything, like you know your your touch is just a yard this way, or you know your passes a bit that way do you know what i mean your touch mm. is a little bit off so it's just this these slight things and it's very irritating i can imagine um all all uh, all of like the fans kind of getting so frustrated can you imagine watching that live and you just want that goal you just want the goal to make it safe kill the game kill the game and that uh, and then maybe like you i mean even even when he did that back heel near the end i thought incredible back heel but like maybe what 2017 season he's, he's putting his laces through that right it's 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 strange isn't it it's it's like you say i don't really buy the thing that he's not he's not trying it's almost like he's just he's not he's trying like a normal amount he's just not trying like double or triple the amount as as we've known him to do kind of Mm -hmm. pretty much in every other season um you you touched on ndombele there where where are you on him as well mate with ndombele uh I've, i've do you know what I've had a shift of opinion a few times on Ndombele, and I suspect quite a few people have. Currently, my opinion resides within the, the bracket of him being like uber talented, uber like everything else. But then he just, he has an off game. I think everyone gets on his back and then he, he I don't know if he follows social or something, but then his, his performance dips and he, he can't kind of dig himself out of that hole. And uh, I mean, I think he's improved you know, he's he started to play like longer. He started to stay on the field longer. He's uh, trusted. It looks like by Nuno, he's played him at you know a ten. You know, that's that's quite a sorry an eight role, um, which is obviously a lot higher up than before. And you know, you know, he gets the he's now meant to get the ball and obviously dictate the creativity of um, our attacks. Um, but I I just think that with him, he's just never really settled. He's like. I know it's just it never really kind of it, it's just similar to Lacelso, like in that group of players that arrived with Lacelso they've just never settled. They're so talented, you know they're talented. You've seen what they've done, you know the awards they've won individually and stuff like that. But 
just you you'd almost like you look at our team sheet even and you think poor bloody hell you know and like playing at eight you can imagine you know him just his back against like one of their dms spinning him and then like putting the ball through for kane son mora that, that's what should be happening but it's just not happening and i can imagine that would just like drive most of our fan base like you know <laughs> nuts it's, it's, which it has on socials so. it's mad though isn't it because he's such a he's such a Tottenham player he's so in the mould yeah. of all the Ginola Berbatov yeah. yeah Hoddle of you know of um, Van der Vaart even in places oh yeah like and it is just because like you say I've sort of flip-flopped on him a lot um, mm. I'm, I'm again I'm kind of the same way I am with Delhi. I'm just in that camp really of like our squad's better for having players like him in it, really. You know, yeah. I just think he's a supremely talented player. And I want to see him stick there. There's, the thing that it is for me, though, is that I, I wonder if it's just that we're currently, like, relatively speaking to where we've been, we're, we're kind of in the mud at the moment. And I don't know yeah. if we just yeah. need more of a... of just kind of a, a boring approach to football. Because, like, mm. I, the thing is, I don't doubt Ndombele's talent for a second. I could see him... I could genuinely just see him going to Manchester City now and looking like one of the best players in the league. You know, there's not really any doubt in my mind about that. I'm just kind of wondering, like, again, like we're talking about the behind the scenes stuff, like he's come and joined a club that's just made a Champions League final. And then instantly mm. in within months, we sack that manager and then <laughs> slide Sounds into obscurity and hire Jose Mourinho, who publicly kind of digs him out a lot. Yeah, It's... You know, it, yeah. it does make you wonder if it's like you know if he's if that if that sort of love's never really been able to settle in at, at Spurs, you know, that, to to give him that push. But I I, uh, I, I still think it's a positive effect on the team. Really. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think he's better. I prefer him in the uh, squad slash you know first team than not. Like I I have more hope with him in the team because he can obviously make things happen. We've been in such we've been in such a poor situation where. Literally, we can't. I mean, it drives me nuts. Yeah, because I I used to play and I still play football, and it drives me nuts that we have a plan. For instance, so we say, okay, we're going to do a low block, which is cool. It's absolutely fine, actually, having a low block. But then you have to be able to play your way out that low block, and we don't have anyone other than Ndombele that can get that ball, hold the ball, turn, and then pass it to our attackers. Like, and it's just. If we don't have him, then we're, we're relying on uh, like Winks coming in, and you know, God bless his cotton socks. Winks struggles to turn around with the ball; he just can't turn and then find the pass. And I don't know why. Like he used to be little, you know, obviously Winks siesta, but um, he's lost his confidence. Something's happened, and you know, it's just not happening for him on the field. And we do need that presence that can actually, like. Maybe just, I don't know, obviously, I, I, you can't hear them screaming. You could hear them better, you know, obviously, with lockdown and no, no crowds. But I, I just don't get the feeling that the midfield are even calling for the ball, like, and just to say, like, hey, you know, into feet and then and away kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's funny, isn't it? It just, it's still just, it, it feels, it, well, it has felt anyway, at least this season, just kind of oddly disjointed in some ways. Like you say, like, we, yeah. we, we just, the ironic thing is we don't seem like a team at all you know even even in the yeah. Mora game we uh, we were kind of a bit all over the place um, oh. the but, talent, talented individuals really yeah uh, I don't know it's it's a funny one but I'm, I'm still feeling just like oddly optimistic I mean beating Villas it's a, it's a good result and when you actually <laughs> look at our place in the table now you kind of think crisis, what crisis? You know, it, 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 it does seem to be that you know the high, the high flying, brilliant West Ham, and you know the good times are back Arsenal are both still <laughs> below the chaotic shambles Tottenham Hotspur, which is yeah. you know we've we've I mean, we've gone through City and Chelsea already, you know, so it's yeah we haven't just had sort of easy games to this point. I mean, Arsenal took a team photo after they beat us, didn't they? Yeah. All celebrating, they loved it. An entire, an entire <laughs> club photo, I think it was, mate. All the, oh yeah, my the, goodness. the kit men, the physios, all of them, all of them crashed into it. Jesus, it's just, I mean, I, I don't know. There is a doom and gloom. I do think, and I, I don't want to sound like a tinfoil hat wearing, you know, loon, but 
the I do think that the 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 uh, media have um they obviously they rightfully doubt our credentials because every time we get into a good position we somehow manage to just drop all the marbles on the floor it's you know what I mean? and and so like the we 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 um even our wins are kind of tainted with oh yeah but next game we don't know what kind of Tottenham's going to turn up so let's just dig them out you know and that's it but i mean some someone like west ham they just last season obviously from nowhere they just started winning games in a row they started like stabilizing they've got an actual bike to their midfield and there's there's a plan there you can kind of see a plan do you know what i mean and a long term manager has been there a while and everything so i think with 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 us you know we've got nuno in you know one three lost three and then like what's happening with what's happening we didn't even know what was going to happen with aston villa you know we you know he could have lost and been fired or you know he's won and now we're like okay now we're on the upswing you know so it's just the the, the inconsistency probably plagues our narrative you know yeah i i you know you're in the right place if you want to talk tinfoil hat theories mate uh, <laughs> I, i'm i'm long been banging this drum of the i don't know just the the way in which there's a certain image to the premier league that i think is preserved I, I, you know, I, I do think mm. there is this established order of pretty much Arsenal, United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Mm. Um, City have made it impossible to ignore them, but I still mm. don't really... I mean, if we want to take away the kind of sport-washing element and the amount of money that they've had pumped into the club, mm. they probably don't... They probably aren't as revered as they should be for what they've achieved, I would say. Um, Very true, yeah. This, this, this sort of things that they the the way you know they're centurions for a start you know um and i kind of have always sort of felt that there's an element there of waiting for them to to mess up but i'm i'm happy to turn a blind eye to that because you know they are kind of that nouveau money thing but it just Mm. it seems strange to me that chelsea kind of never come under that level of scrutiny there's just this sort of cognitive dissonance really when people talk about the kind of Matt Law, for example, who I'm pretty sure is on the is on the take from Chelsea. Like he must yeah, be because he definitely, yeah. <laughs> you know the the way in which he kind of waxes lyrical about the work that Abramovich has done. I just kind of think, well, he's just thrown loads and loads and loads of money at it. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, the way in which kind of you know, if we look in comparison, if we look in the way in which like we're scrutinised for the amount of managers that we go through. Yeah. Yet Chelsea kind of get away with it. And yeah, people would say oh, it's because they win stuff. But it's probably partly the fact that he spent close to two billion on that team now. Um, yeah. But it just seems to always get held up as like this miracle, this marvel that Chelsea should somehow be such a good team that wins things all the time. Well, you know, they've kind of got the they've kind of got the league locked up now, you know, um, them and City. <laughs> and it's just a case of anyone else capitalising when when they when either of those two happen to have an off year. I mean, Liverpool, I can't see Liverpool, as soon as Klopp goes and as soon as kind of Salah Mane get on a little bit more, Liverpool aren't going to kind of maintain the pace that they have done for the past few years. Yeah, Liverpool are definitely, uh, I I mean, I like the the track you're going down because Liverpool are definitely not going to hold that up once Salah, I mean, Salah's, he's, obviously he's been around the block a little bit, you know, he was, he was going, like he was all over the shop and then he settled obviously at, at Liverpool and he's shown absolutely incredible form. And it's just a case of, okay, what now? Because the, you know, you've got FSG that don't look like they want to invest the big bucks past what they did with, uh, um, with the goalkeeper and, and, and defender. So, I mean, it's like, what, uh, what's next for Liverpool? Are they going to start doing these um, smaller signings and try and kind of do a Levy and, and kind of do the small purchases that, Hopefully there are a few gems in there and then kind of shed the rest because they've been pretty lucky in the way they've obviously even their academies kind of got they, they got that what's that central midfielder name uh, that new fella it's Harvey is it no Harvey Elliott that lad the one yeah that, yeah the one yeah they so they've got from Fulham oh yeah yeah him actually yeah so they've they've got a few kind of gems coming through but it's 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. You know, I just don't know how long that's going to last at the level that they're at, basically. And uh, you, you were speaking about Chelsea, and I remember when uh, Abramovich first came, and I, I think ever since I've been waiting for his money to run out, and I think it's just a fool's errand, really. <laughs> he's never going to run out, he's never going anywhere, and he's just going to keep buying and buying and buying and buying. They just buy who they want, really. And, uh, you know, I can't, like you said with City, I can't sit down going, oh, well done, that's incredible. It's very hard for me to say that when I know that if um, they want a player, they literally get the player. It's just, you know, it feels good, do it, kind of Chelsea, really. But this so, is, yeah. is why it's so frustrating, though. I think this is the... Because I do think... It's something I've spoken about on this pod before, but it's, Tottenham are so in... I would just say an entirely unique position in in this league at the moment. And, I mean, we may, we may in time have a you know, your Leicester or maybe Villa, Everton kind of in a similar bracket to us because they're all punching kind of now. Um, mm. But Spurs at the moment, we just... I, know, I understand that we'll always get beaten with what have you won though, what have you won. But th- that kind of lack of just... I get it from rival fans, don't get me wrong. I understand why rival mm. fans don't want to do it. But just from the, the, the press and the media at large... The way in which the majority of them speak about Tottenham, I do just kind of think like, you know, are you lot? Do you lot remember Tottenham in the nineties? You know, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. us in the noughties? Like, yeah, come on, we've we've been pretty much for the past like you know five six years a Champions League mainstay. We've gotten to a Champions League final. We've had a couple of title yeah. races. It's not nothing, you know. And we yeah. haven't done this in that way of like a City or a or a Chelsea, you know? So why are you digging us out for not actually clinching it? Because, yeah, all right, okay, so we didn't win the title to Leicester. So I could could understand that one more, perhaps. But the next year, Chelsea, any other year we would have won the Premier League that year. We ran into that Conte machine. Um, Mm. But it's still pigeonholed as Tottenham bottling it, Tottenham failing it. And I I just can't understand why... The press kind of buy into that so much, you know. This this constant narrative of Tottenham being this kind of failure, when really we we should be a model to so many other clubs as a, as a kind of measure of success, really, in this league, in this in the Premier League. It's it's absolutely incredible, actually, if you think about where we came from. And I, I remember going to the old White Hart Lane and and you know the old screen and everything. And um, like I couldn't have even dreamed that we would get to a Champions League final. Not even not even a joke. Not even to like formulate a joke <laughs> to say right. that you're going but Spurs it, are going to Champions League. At times final. it would have been hard to imagine us even making the Champions League at all. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. We we uh I mean for years we was we were trying to get into Europe. I remember yeah. we were like we did the uh, I think remember we had that Intertoto Cup where we like lost three games and to Kaiser uh, Kaiserslautern. Like, was it Kaiserslautern? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, we've come a long way, baby, as they say. And it's just (laughs) like we we haven't actually. I don't know. We just don't. It doesn't feel like we got our flowers while we were while we were hot, right? It feels like even when we were actually like obviously back in like what is it from 2016-ish to like 2019, we'll say. Even from that period, it always felt like oh, they're lucky. Oh, they're lucky. You know. Oh, look how lucky they are. But I mean, I I even remember that season when we, you know, the the, the finale, you know, the finale, the last season at the lane. I mean, we didn't lose a game, did we? So, 
you know, and we just didn't get, it doesn't feel like we, we get our flowers where, you know, where they're deserved. We just kind of get the, you know, oh, you know, the it's old, you know, plucky old Tottenham, you know, you know, the bit of luck here and a bit of luck there and they got this. And it's like, that took a lot of hard work. That's, you know, there's quite a few games uh, without being beaten or that's quite a few bits of luck, shall we say, to get to a final. I mean, I know, I know obviously there was luck, but uh, that's that's just uh, what's called um, finals football is luck for everyone. So, I mean, I, I just I, I will never understand, as you say, why the, you know, the, the press kind of leans so heavily on these, uh, you know, the oil rich clubs or, you know, the guys who obtained their, their money nefariously and they're sitting there pumping it into these clubs. And we've kind of done things, I would say, in a, in a more, I know, you know, this is kind of cliche, but we've done it in a more organic way. Uh, we've 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 looked to youth. We've looked to the academy, and we've kind of tried to sprinkle on top the uh, the uh, Sergo Rebrovs and the Pavlichenkos. <laughs> you know, so God, yeah, so we, we, Rebrov, we tried. Mate. Is that some name? <laughs> you know, we we tried to sprinkle. You know, put the sprinkles on top of our our youth, and you know, and it, you know, sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And you, you know, I think a lot of the time with us, and I'd say that a consistent thread with us is we get to a final or a semi final. We face a team that's obviously like pumped full of steroids and they've got, you know, we will be playing well for the first half or what have you, and they will get tired and then they'll just bring on another massive superstar off the bench and they'll just, you know, and that'll be it. Pop, go. And that, it happens every time. It's, it's uh, almost routine for us now. It is, isn't it? It's mad. I, I still kind of recall that the Chelsea semi-final when we yeah. were kind of neck and neck and everyone's getting tired and like you say, they just bring on Eden Hazard and you're like, great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, like... Cri- crikey, even the Champions League final was like, okay, it's just 1-0. And then uh, Origi comes on. I'm not, he's not like he's not elite or anything, but he's someone who's going to grab you a goal. You know what I mean? We don't have that. He, like, wa- we just he got walks into Kane our team, doesn't that's he? That. You know? Yeah, that's, that's the, thing. the thing. You know, it's, it, it, yeah, it is pretty mad. Um, yeah, so. Well, we, we, we do have to be thankful for what we do have, though. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I think one of the main things we have to be thankful for is Hummin Son, who oh, yeah. we sort of we spoken about him earlier briefly, but I just want to wax lyrical about him for a bit. Because I, it's... It, he's just... The guy's just... He just... He loves Tottenham, does he? Like, he literally... Uh, he does love Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, with, with Hummin Son, well, I mean, that guy, he, like... When he celebrates, you can see the emotion. It is like fan-like. It, you know, I know it, I feel a bit naive, obviously, in, in thinking that you know all the pl- you know, players kind of love the club as much as us. But I genuinely, I would find it hard to believe that you know Sonny was kind of faking this emotion or anything. He he is very, very, very in, in tune with the fans, and you know, you've got. He get, like obviously he has the off game. He does, you know, people kind of really come down on him when he has an off game. But I think that can happen to anyone. But when when he's on on song, as they say, on song, yeah. uh, he is uh, yeah, he he is uh, he is absolutely dynamite, and he completely dominated that Villa game. Like everything, he everything was with a front step. You know, I, I, who did he put Matty Cash on his bum? Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, he, he just literally touched it, boom, out the foot, gone. And he's just absolutely explosive, amazing guy. Um, and I, I, I always, when I think of Sonny, I think about the, I think it was um, one of the last, it was the last game of the season. Um, I think it was before we were going to the Champions League final where he was uh, talking to all the families and he, he didn't have, um, he didn't have anyone. Um, and all the other guys had their kids and everyone on the pitch. And he was going around to everyone and he was, you know, he was like the, he was like the cool uncle, and he was just yeah. playing with the kids and stuff. And he's just got he's just got such a cool aura. I think he's uh, he deserves everything. I feel bad that we have not won. <laughs> we have not won a trophy with this guy. He's been here for like what six years or something. So yeah, so I, you know, I could go on about son. I love the guy. He's amazing. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because there was there was some talk about it after because you know Villa's manager was kind of. I don't think he was saying it in that derisory a fashion, but he was kind of doing the whole, you know, the difference was Son, as in like, you know, that kind of, they're lucky to have him. But <clears throat> as I sort of tweeted to the effect of earlier, like I, I just, I don't, I don't really like that type of thing. Like, cause 
as we were sort of saying earlier, you know, we're not we're not out there buying kind of. Mm. We, we haven't bought Son as he is now. You know, we haven't dropped a hundred twenty, hundred and fifty mil on Son, and yeah. he's turned turned up like this. So we bought like a a promising young player, a, a rough diamond really, and we yeah. have nurtured him. And yeah, it's for his own endeavor, his own graft as well. But we have nurtured him, and we've kind of give, provided an environment in which he can play well and again it seems to be that that seems to be something that wants to be taken away from Tottenham as well you know like, yeah. they're just lucky they have some well you know I, I, were Barcelona lucky they had Messi and can't you say that exactly. of any team with a good player I don't know yeah I mean with with that comment I felt a bit snide you know but I, at the time I was like I ignore it you know what I mean it's like you're about to get into a pub fight with someone bigger than you or something but it's like yeah just ignore it just ignore it but um yeah he he uh he kind of, I think he's trying to obviously take away from, uh, you know, the, the performance on the pitch from his team. Maybe he's trying to shield his team from uh, any criticism, maybe. But I mean, if he's going to say that about Sonny, you know, it, you know, it could have been anyone on the day. You know, and Dembele's touches might have stuck, and then he's banging goals in. Or it's Kane, who's, who's, you know, his back heel works, and you know, Lo Celso scores. So, is you know, it's not. It, I, I do think it wasn't. Um, I mean, even Sonny, did you see, I don't know if you saw, Sonny had a, 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 like a really good shot in the game. I think it was dinked over from Emerson or Al, actually. Yeah. It's another one who had a good game. Um, he did, actually, didn't he? He was really good. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you know, to sit down and say, oh, you know, thank goodness they had Sonny, otherwise, you know, and shaking his little fist at us. I mean, at the end of the day, um, it could have been anyone. You know, it could have been anyone's day. Well, someone turns up, like Kane could have turned up and suddenly, you know, could have had his Weetabix and scored three, you know. <laughs> so. Would you, uh, I mean, what do you think of like the kind of Kane-Son thing now? I mean, would you, would you entertain bids for Kane in January and just maybe just fully, just complete <clears throat> it now, just let Son be the, the main guy? Uh, not in January. I'll stop you there. Not in January. <laughs> Please, not in January, because I think that would. Um, we we we're quite light in terms of central strikers as it is, and mm. uh, I know and I I know that you know Mourinho said, "Oh, Sonny's not a striker." Yet he can actually he actually is a striker, and he can actually be a striker if you don't pump the ball into the sky. So yeah, I mean he can be a striker, and I and I do think there's a it's almost like a. There's almost been like a silent pact between Kane and, and Sonny where like one's handed over the uh, the hero status to the other. It's really weird. <laughs> You've got uh, Sonny's um, kind of doing the fist pumping and, and kind of rah-rah to the crowd and Kane's kind of faded into the background even on the social media channels. Kane's always in the background behind Sonny now. It's so strange. It's funny, isn't it? But, I th- yeah, I think it's... I just like... I just think it seems like Son's just stepping up. He's seen that there's that yeah. kind of void there now of like a yeah. of a talisman and he's happy to take it and there's yeah. uh, he's just he's a he's he really is a very i know he's streaky i know he has these kind of things but he just the, the funny thing is the older he gets he seems to be getting quicker i don't know if it's just me yeah, that thinks well. this but he seems to be getting quicker and quicker and i've i've always sort of thought he was a fairly fast player but he seems to be like up there now as like seemingly one of the quickest attackers in the league um, yeah, yeah, and that's something that you kind of feel that maybe if he was playing centrally, we would get to see more of utilised. Kind of, we'd be able to break through some of those kind of balls that Ndombele passes, like threads through and stuff. You know, mm. we might see some get on the end of those more frequently. Well, when when we started the season, we had oh, we didn't have Kane, remember? So so we had Sunny. Was it um, but was it Bergwijn, Sunny, and Lucas? Was it, yeah, I think. Yeah. At the and you know, if you think about that, we didn't. You know, we didn't lose a game. So and they were effective. Obviously, we weren't you know constantly pressing or, or anything, but we were dangerous. And uh, we didn't have Ndombele either playing like a ten or an eight or what have you. We didn't have him playing from deep either as a six. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's possible. You're right, it is possible. But I think to lose Kane in January, uh, in in that stead, would uh, it, it would just leave us in a precarious position. I just don't trust the uh, uh, you know as much as I love uh, like joking about uh, Paratici cooking. I don't know if you could cook that fast in January. You'd be <laughs> master get, chef. You'd have to get a microwave, that, wouldn't you, mate? I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to get the microwave for sure. Yeah, set that to to eleven. So- what do you uh, what do you reckon is going to be a sort of 
what's a good season for Spurs right now? Because we do seem to be at such a crossroads and it is hard to kind of, like we say, it's hard to get a foot <clears throat> on where we are, really. Um, but what, top six? Is that is that doable, do you think? Our squad is, is a... I'll say something controversial now. Our squad is a top four squad. That is a top four squad. But the actual reality of it, um, I think top seven... I think could be just because of um, like just bad, to be honest, a mixture of bad luck with injuries, bad luck with, you know, with the international nonsense going on. I think it's going to bite obviously Liverpool in the bum with uh, the Africa Cup of Nations, isn't it going on? Uh, next, is it early next year or something again? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that we're going to get our fair share of bad luck and, and everything else. Plus I think just with Nuno, I don't know how long, he's going to be there like we just we just don't know if he wins the next like i don't know if he wins the next kind of block of games then he's obviously you know he gets the goodwill comes back and you know if he if he does it playing well then you know we you know then we get on a nice run there's a lot of ifs there though you know so i just think it's something i don't know even though i was like vocally <laughs> calling for him to go thing is <laughs> I, I don't even i don't even dislike him i don't i don't I don't yeah. I bear any ill will to him, and I don't. Mm. I don't think he's played his hand that well so far. But he has mm. been dealt a pretty bad hand, um, yeah. in a lot of different ways, and I just—it's just kind of miserable in a way, like him just being on the green mile, you know, as it is, because you—you <laughs> you, you can't help but think like the, the pretty much the second PSG don't win the Champions League, Pochettino's going to go, and we're going to go for him again, aren't we? Oh um, yeah. Yeah, and they would just look for an excuse to get rid of Nuno um, at that time, and it. I just kind of think it's just, it's just not fair to the bloke at all to like yeah. to, to to do this. It, it's very strange. I don't know, it, and it does kind of indicate kind of how fractured I think things are at Spurs. Just kind of how backwards some of the thinking is at times, you know. Yeah, I, I think with um, Nuno, he is, as you said it perfectly, he is on the cream mile, isn't he? And he's just, it feels, it's such a strange season, really. Like, we've not had any kind of stability. It's just been a bit like stop-start. He's like, you know, he's gone from really high. He got manager of the month last month, and then it's a really low. It's like the worst manager in the league, you know, three losses, 3-0, three 3-1. Nil, three nil, three like, so it's just been like a roller coaster that we, 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 we're slowly apparently coming back up from, you know, picking ourselves up from the, the lowest part of that roller coaster. And we just don't know what was going to happen with him. And in terms of his future, you've got, um, you know, obviously Poch, every time Poch loses a game, he's being linked with us, you know. So it's, it, it can't, it, that's not a healthy situation for a club, really, to constantly being linked. I mean, it's not a healthy situation for anyone to be linked with your ex that much, is it? No, so. no. I mean, <laughs> And the the funny thing is like yeah don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that like I won't be wanting Poch back the second yeah. we possibly can but <laughs> I do and that but that's coming from an emotional place right I, I, yeah. I, I do kind of take on board the fact that really in a certain I don't know I don't I don't know if rational is the right word I'd use but just from a different part of my brain basically I kind of I I do sort of ponder like. Maybe, maybe it's time to just give that one up now. Just like realize mm. we had a great time with him, and know that it was great. And yeah, you know he probably is made for this club, and we're made for him, and whatever. But like you say, is it we've just been stuck in this limbo forever, hoping that he'll come back? And if he does come back, that it'll actually be good again. You know, what's to say he's not going to come back, and it's going to be miserable, and it's going to—that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. it's actually scary, it, right? <laughs> That scares me more, in fact, if he comes back and it just, if it, I mean, how do you pick yourself up again? If uh, he comes back and it all goes to the pot and it's just, it just, you know, he he's becomes like Nuno or <laughs> two or whatever you want to call him, the pot de, and, he, you know, we, we just lose like three, four games in a row and everybody's like, oh, he shouldn't come back. So, I mean, we, you just don't know. Um, I actually, when, when uh, um, Pot said he wants to come back one day and everything, I, I think the tweet my my tweet that I put out was um, that I just hope when he comes back, Levy's not there. I just hope that we have um, someone who is going to really, really believe in him, back him, like no matter what. Like you know, 
I, I just feel like Levy Levy really let um, Poch down last time, and I don't know if Levy is going to like. I don't know if he could back anyone. He's he's obviously money over sentiment. So even if Poch came back, and if it, you know if we had like three four losses, then you're already he's already his eyes are going to start darting around. You know. Yeah, and it's. So I mean, like, even when you think about like, for example. Bale coming back. I I, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm probably <clears throat> chucking a bit of a hand grenade into this one. But like, I, I sort of feel a bit more detached from Bale as a result of him coming <clears throat> back the second time. Mostly because I feel like he just used us really. You know, it was it was nice to have him back and stuff. But again, I sort of got duped into the whole idea, you know, when Jonathan Barnett was saying, oh, he says he's coming home and all this sort of thing. Yeah. He just wanted to get fit for Wales, you know. He wanted to be like... in a in a in a comfortable place where he knew everyone would kind of adore him, get his confidence back up again. And it just it's, it sounds to be like from things I've heard, he wasn't even entertaining the idea of staying at us for another season, you know. No, um, I think it, it feels yeah, it feels like yeah, kind of referring to it in relationship terms <laughs> again. It does it does feel like the beautiful ex that will give you one last chance, but she's just kind of hanging around to the next cool thing comes along. And I think just that's um, like that was Bale. Bale was I, I you know. I love Bill. I mean, he was in an era where I was uh, still, you know, plucky and going out to, to bars and pubs. And I used to go and watch with my mates uh, down, down, down in central London. I used to go and watch just to go and see Bale flying down the wing or flying right. through the center of the field. And it's just that that kind of you can almost taste it. The, 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 the amount of energy the guy had it was crazy. He used to burst through everything. And you just think, oh, man, if you could do that for us again, that would be absolutely incredible. Like. Just, just imagining him like partnering up with Son and Kane. It's just like, and they did, they did actually partner up and become the most deadly three actually in the whole of Europe. If you see the stats, I think it was like 108 goals between them or something crazy like that. Insane, isn't it? Yeah, and we still finished seventh. Like he's crazy. Was it seventh or eighth? Yeah, I, don't I, even I can't look even at the remember, table. mate. I know it's just <laughs> don't even want to think about it. You know. Yeah. So uh, it's just, uh, uh, you know. With it, 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 I, it doesn't even hurt actually because I always knew Bale was more kind of career driven. Like he didn't ever really pretend to be like the the guy who's you know uh, I love the the badge and all that. So he was just like you know it came to a time where he knew okay it's time to go and then he just kind of went quiet and then just left. And you know he's come back. You know he's given it the old kind of PR. You know I love you guys and everything. He's come back and as you said he's 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 kind of. Um, used us for a bit of training. I believe that too. I used us for a bit of training before the uh, Euros and and kind of get fit. But at the same time, he's given us goals. He saved us. I think it was against Fulham as well with the nice header and all that stuff. And you know, he's, he's he's pulled off a few heroic moments and and he's off on his way back to uh, his homestead. And, in, and to be to be fair, it is it is because of him that we finished above Arsenal again. So you know, yeah, got to give him that. Yeah. There's one for the trophy cabinet, eh, mate? <laughs> Christ, I'm so tired of hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're getting to the international break. We've sort of seen yeah. it before, Lo Celso, Romero and Sanchez primarily. <clears throat> I mean, they're sort of, I would say probably three of our more important players. I know sort of Dav's in and out of the side, but I'd say he's sort of re-established himself. He seems to have ironed out quite a few of the errors that he was prone to and in, a, in sort of previous years, and I was almost hoping to see him partner alongside Romero in defence. To be honest, um, yeah. rather than him and Dyer, um, which is something I wouldn't have thought I would be saying kind of a year or so ago, because I was particularly scathing of Sanchez, I'd say. Mm. Um, but they they're going again, and it seems to be that they. I think their last international match that the South American round plays is kind of, it's about two or three days before our next Premier League game, which is West Ham. And it's just frustrating, isn't it? To see us build up that yeah. momentum and then to be going into such an important game, potentially missing kind of two or three of our more established squad players again. Yeah. I think it's, it's Royale as well, isn't he? He's, he's now been called up to the zone. Has he? Christ, I didn't know yeah. that. So. Yeah. So it's another one. Yeah. So I, I got it's just it's deeply frustrating because we've just seen Royale just produce, you know, a great performance. You know, he's up and down the wing, didn't really put a foot wrong. 
you've got uh, you know Romero. He's come out looking you know like a Rolls Royce of a defender, you know. And you you know you've got Sanchez. He's now obviously he's bounced back. Obviously he's not got the game time here, but he has bounced back. So you, you and, and Lacelso as well. There's another one who got lost South Americans. So you got Lacelso as well. You know he obviously missed that chance the other day, but he he was really good against uh, NS Mura. And now they're all going to go again. And then it's like, what's happening with the quarantine? What's happening? You know, it's a red list country and all that stuff. And all the nonsense comes up again. And, it, it, you know, I don't want to get political, but it's just, you know, it's a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? That we're doing international football during an international pandemic. So. Well, this is the thing, yeah. isn't it? This is just the craziest thing about it is because, you know, I, I, again, like I say, kind of that the emotional part of me is just like, you know, well, just don't let them go. We pay them, so... <laughs> All this sort yeah. of thing, but then there's also that part of me. It's like, well, you know, stop being such a Eurocentric arsehole and just like realize that other, you know, that players want to play for their countries. That's cool. that's been something since day dot, and you can't hold the players responsible. It's just it's simply another example of the way in which football scheduling is just doing the players over. You know, yeah. it, it, it's it's not fair to them, is it at all, really? Um, and in fact, we're talking about having a World Cup every two years, potentially. My God, yeah. You know, just it's just ridiculous, really. You can't have a World Cup every two years when we can't, we can't, we can barely handle the tournaments now. We can barely handle them as they are. But I mean, whatever the case, it's West Ham, isn't it, mate? And we want right. to, we want to put on a good performance against them. Um, luckily, yeah. luckily for us, oh. Sonny, you know, just there's, there's nothing like being racially abused by a team to give you the the fuel to. <laughs> get one over them but uh so i don't really want to champion that but son does seem to show up against um west ham uh yeah so, you know. i remember yeah he he, I, he scores he scored a, a blinder against them i remember that one he's actually always scoring against them just yeah. thought about that amazing yeah he's got some really good goals against them you're right maybe it is the racism it could well be because i mean he's, <laughs> he's he's shushed them quite a few times when he's done it so yeah you know I mean, if there's any if there's any team that needs to be shushed, I think it's West Ham. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I can't, my goodness, I, I can't stand them being God, somewhat so competent coffee. at the moment. You know, it's horrible. It's just it's, not right. Oh my God! Last season, having them finish above us was it just it, it was like um, I, I'm constantly getting barraged by um, West Ham fans because I, I I work near East London, so. Like even when I was just walking around in Spurs shorts, some some guy walked up to me. He pointed at my shorts and he went, "Um, oh, mate, there's a bit of dirt there." And he pointed at the Spurs badge. Can you imagine yeah. that? Yeah. I was just like, and the thing is, I've looked down because oh, I'm, you know, obviously kind of half asleep at work. You know, coming back from work, I'm like, "Oh, is there?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just properly got me. So I get that kind of reg, that kind of banter, should we call it, regularly from those guys. So can you imagine, obviously. Them finally waking up and, and, and finishing above us. It was really quite, I mean, inexcusable for, for Jose. Really. I wonder if that's how it felt for, for Arsenal when we suddenly did it, you know? So yeah. been, we've been such an irrelevance for so long and then suddenly like, oh, wait, they were right, you know? So, yeah. I mean, they've got David Moyes in charge at the end of the day. It can't last. It can't last. I feel like that as well. I feel like it's, I feel like it's temporary and I, and I imagine and I hope that, you know, all of... All of that's going on right now is temporary. Otherwise, it'd be a nightmare if they go on like a five-year run where they're going to the Champions League final and all that. Can you imagine? <laughs> just don't, please. Please just don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Because the, the nightmare timeline is that they win it as well. That's the thing. They're the fairy oh God, tale. No. They win it. Just, oh. I have to, I'd have to leave the planet with uh, Elon Musk or whatever. <laughs> um, all right, then, AP. Well, thank you very much for giving us your time this week, mate. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Yes, it's been good. That's good. Where can, uh, if people want to hear your hot takes, where can they follow you on Twitter? My hot take, my hot takes, hot cakes will be on Twitter and they will stay on Twitter. I don't go on to Instagram, I don't go on to Facebook, so you can follow me at, um, at Other Anthony, I think it is. Nice one, mate. Have, have a good one anyway, mate. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.